0: Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm your host, Casey Schuler, mom, personal trainer, and Bible study author, and I'm here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hello, joyful health friends. Welcome to another episode. I am super excited to have Tracy Brown on the podcast. Welcome, Tracy. Oh, Casey, thanks
1: for having me back again. I appreciate it. And I'm excited
0: to share her topic, but to also
1: bring a lot of hope to it. So it will be
0: good. Yeah. Yes. And I'm going to link Tracy's last interview um, that she had with us last year. So you can go back and listen to that. Um, we will be talking about something a little bit different today. And because the topic for this whole year is to equip the saints for the ministry of building up the body of Christ, which comes from Ephesians four twelve. We want to do a little bit more equipping you um, in this podcast. We know that this is this is a big topic and. We're just going to skim the surface. Um, So just be aware of that. And our hope is that this would lead you to the Lord to ask more questions and um, possibly to Tracy and her team um, to work with them if needed. But um, the topic today is um, spotting trauma, supporting nervous systems for healthy food and body relationships. And let me tell you a little bit more why Tracy is equipped to have this conversation um, just on paper, and then she can tell you more personally. Um, So she is a, a registered dietitian. She's a trauma-informed nutrition therapist, eating disorder dietitian, stress recovery coach, nutrition counseling skills teacher. She walks beside people wanting to heal the relationship with food and weight, as well as feel safer and less stressed in their bodies. Her testimony of recovery from eating disorders, trauma, and the new age is meant to bring glory to God's mercy and grace. Since 2006, she has guided people one-on-one and in groups in healing from disordered eating and chronic dieting, many of which also have other stress-related conditions. Um, And you can find her at TracyBrownRD.com, and we'll talk a little bit more about where you can find her at the end. So Tracy, tell us a little bit more just from maybe a personal or professional experience um, about you know, support spotting trauma and supporting nervous systems for healthy food and body relationships in your own life yeah. or professionally?
1: Yeah, well, you know, trauma, on, honestly, it, it's hard to define because it's every person's, it, is it their individual experience of um, adversity hmm. and what was too much or not enough in those circumstances. So there are some actual definitions you can look up that and have criteria, all those things. I tend not, I mean, I'm not capable of diagnosing people anyway. That's not in my scope. But I also when I just talk to people and hear their stories, we know what's impacted us by the stories we continue to tell. Mm. That still impact us, that maybe that we feel a trigger by, to be honest. Sometimes we can go through really hard things and just tell it as a story, but the the wounding isn't there, the triggery kind of feelings aren't there. They're just like this is something that's happened and this is how the lord brought it through and it feels like an overcoming story but if you're not there yet it's probably still a thing for you so i'll give a few examples and i'll share from my own story because mine felt very hidden um which is probably what led me to so many different modalities what led me into new age what how god got me out and and all that so um (laughs) We're taught that trauma is shock trauma, war, accidents, atrocities, the lockdowns. But really, when I work personally with people, what I see a lot of times is the relational issues Mm. that make it hard for us to feel like that it's safe or that we're entitled to receive care. And so a secular word for that really would be around our attachment system. And attachment just means (laughs) do I feel that I can get love? And um I can get it and I can receive it. Mm. So attachment ruptures would mean we are lacking secure attachment. Secure attachment is, again, I feel like I can, um, you know, because humans are wired to connect. That's, that's God. He made us to be in relationship with him. And so the subsequent relationships in our lives, I know this seems like a tangent, but it's not, it's directly related to food. Is that when the the, uh, early attachments in our lives Maybe they provide us food and shelter, but they're not all that emotionally mirroring Mm. or regulating to our systems or feel safe. We feel, don't feel heard. We don't feel seen. We're made to feel like too much and not enough. That's an attachment rupture.
2: Mm.
1: And the Bible has lots of stories, lots and lots of stories. And I I like going through those when we have more time, but around relationships and, and you can see in whether it was Saul with David or David with his First wife, which was Saul's daughter, or yes yeah, Saul's daughter, the relationship between David and Jonathan. I mean, and the New Testament has these stories too, that you see where it was going good and the fruit of that, and you see where it didn't. They were, they had this tie, but it wasn't that great. And the fruit of it wasn't that great either. So when you're in that much adversity in relationship, there's a lot of pain and suffering there. And we're going to want, as humans, we don't like to be uncomfortable. And we're going to look for a defensive strategy out of that which we'll talk about with the food later. So this is mostly what I see. Now, of course, people come to us and they've had abuse, physical, mental, emotional, sexual, spiritual abuse. They just have. Most of us minimize it because it's hard for it to be true. And especially if it's hard to be true with people we know that have done that to us, people are supposed to protect us or care about us. You can even witness that. And it caused um, such a big shock to your, your nervous system that you have to dissociate from it. You have to be in denial about it, you know, those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other two things outside of us that I see happen around food and body um, are directly with diet culture. You know, diet culture reinforces lack of embodiment that you can't trust the body that you were given and that something's wrong with it. Whether that's perpetrated on you from your family or from your church or just being in junior high. And not be accepted, whatever mm. it was. Um, you know, it, it's really hard to get a 14 year old to buy into Romans 12, too. Mm. Cause at that time, developmentally, they want to belong. That's just yep. part of development, right? And if without a lot of healthy people in their life saying that's that makes sense. We are aware for that. And here's a better way to do it. If we don't give them a better way, they're going to attach to the right culture. Yep. Even if it looks like being super pleasing to God, if that's what you think it's going to be. And then, of course, I'll go back to the medical. Anything that has authority can be traumatic. So, being the medical, you know, a, a situation where you get, you know, a bad surgery, it could be something really real like that um, physically, but it also can be being gaslit, controlled, being unheard, being told that the only problem you have is your body's too big. Mm-hmm. When that, when you actually end up having something way more. Um, serious that needed medical care but you were <laughs> that can be in use of time that that's happening we've also had other things that have stacked up so we're more easily tra- traumatized by those events
2: mm-hmm. but
1: religious neglect and abuse too and we know it's rampant yeah and and being really um in a place where you're supposed to be safe and you're not is going to cause trauma mm-hmm. right and chronic stress you know we don't, we don't really talk about that enough, but the body isn't meant to be in fight or flight, freeze or please more than a very short amount of time to get us out of a threat response. That's not normal to like 24, seven, seven days a week be in this, like, let's say either dissociative mode. That's a really lack of oxygenated cells for your body mm-hmm. or be in fight or flight where you're, you know, nor um, norepinephrine and cortisol pumping out constantly. It's not... <laughs> It robs from one of body systems that will eventually make us feel like, well, what happened to my periods? What happened to my thyroid? Well, let's look at your history. You've been in chronic flight. You've had anxiety since you were 12 and no one addressed that, or they just told you to pray more. That's yeah. it.
2: Yeah. That
1: This is actually be, has become a physiologic issue that down the, down the road can impact your health. So when I say trauma, what I really like to frame, this isn't too much and not enough. What happened? What was done to you? What wasn't done? Right? Mm. That goes a little to my own story. Is that like, yeah, I had family that, like, honestly, really loved me and provided all the, the the physiologic needs, right? And I say this lovingly, and you know, I'm not trying to be too, I'm not trying to be harsh, but they didn't want to feel their way out of a brown paper bag. Let alone try. It was just too scary, too hard. They had all kinds of beliefs of what it meant to have emotions and talk about them. It was too vulnerable and too hard. And that was because of their own. I could look on both sides. We've all probably done our lineages and genealogies to figure out like where we come from. And this is part of it. Is that what opens the doors to being extra vulnerable to diet culture is having these lineages of like, we don't do emotions. Mm. That's weak. Um, we have abuse and trauma in this family, but we don't talk about it. No one healed from it. And of course, God's probably got you listening to this today because he's like, well, it can stop with you if you choose to like take that on. But um, that's the reality is that we get wired up this way. So it's not just a mind issue around trauma or um, our food. It's that if we don't help our physiology, which the enemy knows, the enemy knows how our physiology works. He knows how to continue to to bring circumstances or people in your path that would trigger that stuff that hasn't been healed. So it seems like the past is always right now.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why um, the reality is you've read a lot of books and you're listening to this podcast like many others and you're like, I know what to do, but I just can't do it. Um, That's because your body... (laughs) there's not neurobiology on some level. When you start to do it, you start to feel the big feelings and the enemy comes rushing in with like, "You should have be over this by now. Why is this taking so long? If you just prayed hard enough. So they know how to tweak your nervous system to get you back into feelings of rejection, of fear, of self-rejection, of heaviness, heaviness feelings, or physiologic of rebellion, of pride, double-mindedness. I want to get better, but Oh, then you have to gain weight. So, and then down the other rabbit train you go. Mm-hmm. So those those are clues. We talked about well, what are the clues of this? It's like if you're in constant fear, mm-hmm. if you don't trust people, if you're feeling like you won't even want to reach out to anybody to get help. Those are all things that the enemy over time, the more he continues to give you bad body sensations or triggering your nervous system to either thoughts, or interactions that mimic what happened to you when you were young—that was in denial or never seen or not
2: acknowledged—that
1: mm-hmm. won't stop until you physiologically get more safe, learn how to navigate feelings, and then from that place, it's so much easier to capture your thoughts, speak back the truth of the word to them, confess without feeling like the 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 whack a mole of either I'm really great. I'm such a great Christian or I'm a terrible Christian. Hmm. You know, self-hatred, pride, back and forth, that kind of stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what
1: the enemy wants is he, he gets you to like in your nervous system, feel those feelings of threat that makes you want to run away or hide. When you're in runaway or hide mode, you're not crying out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not opening up your Bible, you know, and or memorizing scripture that would apply to your circumstances, fear shame, body image issues. How do I tend to the body without it becoming an idol? How do I do that? All the answers are there, but we can't get there. If we've already been trained via our physiology to think that like the good things, a good good example would be, yeah, I already prayed that prayer. I already talked to somebody about my eating issues. What's the point? Mm -hmm. And your nervous system, that's called dorsal. I mean, shut down. It's I call it the, what's the point?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I tried this, so I'll do another program or I'll do whatever, but I really won't hand it over to him because you think you think you've already done that, but the reality is you haven't because we're still coming to agreement because we feel so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're basing what God was to do or will do based on feelings because he's always trying to trigger your nervous system into old, unprocessed feelings constantly.
0: hmm yeah, I'm thinking that's, of, that's how it works. No, yeah. Like to I think to some to sum up that so far, um to be able to spot some of those, some of that trauma. And I what's sticking with me right now of what you've said is what are those stories that we continue to tell mm-hmm. ourselves that well, lead to triggers or affect us. And then you've named so many examples which I think some people, if they're listening, they might think, oh, I didn't know that that was okay to feel wrong about yeah. that. Like being in a medical appointment and not feeling listened to and heard. Yeah. And for someone to tell you that, that affects you and and that's valid. Um, so, Well, you know, to so, expand yeah. on that, of
1: course, it's like um, we're here on this planet to love each other. We're commanded to do that. And so you go into a situation now, I know that we're all also very imperfect and every circumstance with every person isn't going to be perfect,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: when you've already had all these experiences and not feeling enough, of feeling like you don't matter of having hard things happen and no one said a thing, no one did a thing mm-hmm. or they were part of it. Like you're too much, you weigh too much. If you could just eat a healthier one, you need to eat that. Da-da-da-da-da, you could hear the flight response starting to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're already primed to think people in authority because by by the wiring up of your attachment system, you're already primed to think people in authority know better than you.
2: Right. you can't
1: trust you you don't have a body that can be listened to yeah. and then when you go to actually have the guts to tell them, hey, I'm having this issue or problem or symptom and then you're gaslit again,
2: mm-hmm. it
1: reinforces that of course mm-hmm. this is the way I, of course I'm rejectable. Of course there's something wrong with me. And, you know, we don't catch the lies and then we agree with it. And then, you know, fight or flight, freeze or please continues. And then behaviors. to like, do you that to get out of the pain of that? Restricting, mm-hmm. binging, urging, over-exercising, getting on some other health plan to make that pain go away. So that's, what we, that's the plan for mm-hmm. the enemy to get us to do that.
0: Yeah. And when you were talking too, I thought about, when I think it was Peter, I should probably look up this actual scripture, but, mm-hmm. and they had been fishing all night. And then yeah. Jesus says, Oh, why don't you cast the cast the net over in the side of the boat, cast your net where the lake is deep. <laughs> and they're probably thinking, oh, I've already done that. <laughs> like I've, I've tried, I've done the things I've done that before. So I- I'm wondering if, if Jesus has a, a new word, and, and I know you kind of gave a little hint, a little preview of like, okay, here's how to spot some of those trauma responses. Now, how can we start supporting our nervous yeah. system? You you mentioned a little bit of number one, get physiologically safe, capture your thoughts, confess. What does that mean to get physiologically safe?
1: Yeah. So remember, um, so fight, flight, freeze, or please are different responses from different parts of our, or the physiology of our nervous system. So these are real nervous system cells that do this and they they take in information from the outside and from inside you. And if any of that is overcoupled with basically, again, overwhelming circumstances, big emotions, negative thoughts, bad belief systems, whatever that causes to feel feelings, basically, either emotional feelings or physically like a racing heart rate or or um, um your gut is like all clenched, Mm-hmm. So you're, when you're noticing those things, it's like, all right, body, you, you're not going to be able to problem solve,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, pray very well. When you're in that space, you just can't remember your frontal lobe is not on board mm-hmm. where this is. You're the back of your brain where a lot of your threat response, operational things happen. Your Olympic system back here is like, all right, we're assessing the situation. This one feels like 1983 where you have no support. So you need to hire the couch. When you get your body at a, Thinking that's 1983 and that you're actually an actual adult, mm-hmm. that the Lord, um, he gave us lots of tools. We can use those tools, but we can't get to those tools if you still think you're 1983 and you're six, and you're really really scared.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So physically, if you're noticing, if you can just notice that, like, my brain is spinning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's as simple as using some comfort you can use comfort or you can use self talk but the simple fact of noticing versus autopilot doing what you always do is the first starting point my head's racing my guts in a knot i feel like i'm gonna throw i feel like nauseous but not from like food poisoning or whatever it's like
2: right
1: let's say that okay so flight for example restless legs fidgety jumping high anxiety inability to settle you're telling me what to do, but I can't even, I can't process. Can you notice that you can't process what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Impending sense of doom. I want to run away like a gazelle on the Serengeti. But we either do the, we could do two things. We can either lay on the floor to feel that there's actually something there and it's 2024 and this is the floor and you laid yourself. Or if you have to do 10 jumping jacks and punch out that adrenaline response, not as exercise, Mm. But out of, out of um, how can you feel yourself?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That that bad memory that's happening or not uh, that memory that's happening, the feelings associated with it that make you feel helpless and you have to run away and you can't deal and you can't pray. You're showing that that's actually not happening right now. Mm-hmm. It feels familiar I and mean, it feels like it is, but it's actually not. Another example that be from a flight response, if you in your head a lot, what it looks like with food is like, you know what? I probably need to go back on the diet. Yeah. That's probably why I have such as nausea right now. So I probably ate the wrong food for lunch.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I should go for a run when you'd already just committed to like, I'm not running anymore because my knees are not up for it. But mm-hmm. I'm going to do it anyway, because you're trying to run away because yeah. your body's in this running response, Or trying to help your body. You have to run and you don't have to go back on the diet just because a doctor was mean to you or didn't hear you just because they didn't see you or hear you doesn't mean that you're alone
2: yeah. but you can't
1: know that oh my God, god's with me all the time or my safe people are with me i just need to pick up the phone if we don't have enough experiences of reaching for the good based on our past we'll reach for what diet culture offers us well they would be so neat if you just lose way. that's the enemy talking
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's your solution that's his solution to like preventing the bullies because I got bullied. And so, or the authorities don't listen to me or maybe they'll listen to me if I'm dinner next time yeah. I'm on a diet. So they'll listen to me. That's not a good reason to lose weight. Yeah. And so fight, so to be able to put thing. yourself
0: into the present, yeah. like mm-hmm. you're saying of mm-hmm. it's not 1983 to, to lay on the floor and to feel the ground and to do some of those grounding exercises to, or like you said, to, to do those jumping jacks, so you can feel the energy in your body. Um, you feel something that you have agency over. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. Not the flight, not the
1: autonomic flight responses, not the programming that you reinforce by just trying to be safe when you had no other resources. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. You're not, you don't have, and this is where God is so serious. And those of you know who know me, listen before Casey, you know, this, like James is my, psychological bible like the part of the bible that's like you want to renew your mind and he's pretty hardcore but he's like look it's like um we're unstable if we don't get Mm -hmm, mm single-minded so in those moments we're not single-minded we're threat response-minded and we're out the door and we don't do the things that are our values so it's a practice it's like a daily practice to like i need to get in the moment here i can use comfort tools that's not being Actually, distracting or idolatrous. We're using it for a purpose to get to the next step, which is love and empathy. What was that? What just happened? Why would I want to do that? Oh, that feels familiar. Blah 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 blah. Now you know what to pray for, and who to pray for, and what you need. But you Mm got to get single minded first, and that's part of the process of overcoming some of this. Is like, can you recognize, like, honestly, part of me? yeah, wants to be here and eat the food and do the things I need to do. And part of me doesn't. Yeah. I want everybody to like me. I want, Um, um I feel like that I'm going to fall apart if I don't get that recognition.
2: Yeah, And you
1: have to acknowledge that first. But first, get your body safe and then be like, what's the truth? Well, I am double-minded. Part of me still wants that. And that's a wound. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. If we don't acknowledge the truth is yeah, I am kind of following a path that helps me emotionally feel better. Well, why do I need that so bad? Because I've got a wound that hasn't been brought to the cross. Mm. That's the next step. But we've got to do the steps if we can't seem to be consistent in our recovery or whatever we're trying to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So get physiologically safe ask what the truth is, be able to feel yeah. those feelings, capture the thoughts. Yeah. What would you say would be the next step?
1: Well, capture thoughts is like, you got to capture the lies. Like, oh yeah. I mean, if you just worked harder, you'd be further the recovery. Wait, what? What's the truth? Yeah. I died from five until 53. I, we know that sanctification is a process. So who's telling? Like what's the truth mm-hmm. of the word I know? Well, who's telling me mm-hmm. that? Is it my thoughts? Nope. What keeps letting you know the you know, what keeps letting that in? Yes. What keeps letting in that that doubt? Oh yeah, I'm pretty programmed for dinic culture. I'm programmed to think that healing's supposed to happen in 12 weeks. I'm not looking at it through God's view. Mm-hmm. What does God say? You mm-hmm. know we know what happened to Israelites. He had to walk that slavery out of them. For a long time.
2: Mm-hmm. Because they just
1: didn't believe the miracles they just saw. And they
2: can, you know, they had to
1: do it the hard way. And sometimes we have to do it the longer hard way. That's okay. But he had to literally walk that mindset out of them. Not many people listened, but we're we're a little bit more we have got the benefit of the story to know that, <laughs> like the more that we look at all the things, our health, our weight, our physiology. That he wants to heal us. He doesn't want us to be in bondage. It's not an, It's like, great, we're saved. I don't know about you, but part of the reason I'm here is like, I didn't want to live like, okay, I'm saved. But the rest of my life is all suffering and struggle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where's where's the victory?
0: Yeah. Yeah, where's the victory?
1: <laughs> well, what's holding you back? And it's like, oh, I live in autopilot. I don't challenge my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I I feel a feeling. And then my default, you're looking for your defaults. What is your default when you feel sad?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you want to eat or not eat? What's your default when you feel mad? Do you like, I don't get mad. I'm like, well, that's not biblical.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're supposed to, we get angry and sin not. That's our command. Yeah, We get, we get scared. Well, we have a whole bunch of verses that talked about what to do when you feel scared. That's not a sin. i got yeah. a whole bunch, like hundreds. I don't want to quote 365 because I'm not really sure if that's really the number or not. But I hear that. Don't know about a bunch. But it's a lot. <laughs> we have a lot of tools. And when we can't get that to the top of our brain, what's the barrier? Is it because I live in autopilot? I get up and I don't even wake up like, all right, how am I feeling today? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Do I fight like freezer, please? Or I'm feeling xyz about my body or i was good and then from the bathroom to the bedroom to the bathroom i started feeling fat Mm -hmm. we know fat's not a feeling yeah it's an energy-rich substance so it's like we know that means i'm uncomfortable because of our diet culture mind control programming we all know that like when people say fat they're meaning negative things Mm -hmm. so what beliefs or emotions are you right now rehearsing but not acknowledging Mm-hmm. they're putting your body in a threat response and then you're just like you skip breakfast because based on the, that unpro, un um, captured thoughts and that double-mindedness that's how we get victory
0: yeah yeah i'm into that and it sounds like it is a practice like waking up and and doing that and doing it mm-hmm. over every day rewiring your brain that's feeling right. safer in your body Feeling mm-hmm. safer to come to the Lord with with those thoughts with confession, knowing that he is a good father, but we might not have really known that in our life. And so That's we right. If we don't know what
1: I, I want to say that because one of the things when I make we can't say I got saved later in life in my late thirties. So I'm in my mid forties now. And um one of the hardest things was trusting God because all my authority figures I had to be performative for.
2: Mm-hmm. So I didn't
1: know how to just be and trust him for care for mm-hmm. everything everything good that he could give that a parent would give i didn't have any neurobiology in my system what that was like
2: mm-hmm.
1: so my default was like do everything myself be self-reliant be performative and he had to work on me with that for a couple of years because i didn't know what that was like I, I could read the bible i believed it but my neurobiology is well that's not for you mm-hmm because everything you've ever done, you had to rely on yourself. Because I came from very, we don't, you work hard and you don't get criticized. Yeah. You don't get like, hey, I'm so proud of you just because you exist. I didn't have anything. or yeah. happy you're here. So I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that's that's their lineages too. I'm just saying that like that was my programming. That was my default autopilot I had to deal with, with the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll tell you, that was extremely difficult because I had nothing but that so mm-hmm. when it came to him it's like no you're not self-sufficient I'm like what are you talking about have you see my life I'm pretty good at dealing with stress and trauma I know how to get through bad hard things and it's like that that's not of me yeah. that's how you got through till now But something better for you which is rest I didn't know how to do that to settle and so it's just a line by line precept by precept, like doing a thing, feeling the terror of it, and letting him and safe people help me. Yeah, stay yeah. because I couldn't stay. I would like run off. Uh, uh-uh. I got to do my own thing again. I'm
0: too scared. I'm out.
1: Yeah, um, I like that. Let, let him and
0: safe people help you. <laughs> because I, I mean, yeah,
1: when you're younger, whether you're younger in the faith means just new, like literally being saved or it's like, well, I've done church, but I really haven't like surrendered a lot until now, however many years or decades that's been. Um, We need, we need the human connection to help us, to mm-hmm. be honest, because we're made for a relationship too. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't mean he can't do it all. He totally can, but that's why we're here for each other. He uses each other. He uses us to help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have these avoidant things like we're talking about today, for example, of like, either waiting for someone to rescue you or waiting on God to do everything or try to do everything yourself. You're missing one. Yeah. And those usually when we have those autopilots, those defaults, is that something happened to you around them. That's why it's there. Not because it's just like, "Poof, you're just like that, no, that wasn't his design stuff happened. These adversities we already talked about. To do it to get some relief keep getting keep getting fed those circumstances to re to why are you like that and so we're kind of trying to undo what was done yeah that conforms to him
0: i'm already feeling challenged and i know that everyone listening is feeling challenged <laughs> and this is like we said we're skimming the surface um yeah. tracy is okay. going to do some more teachings in the non-diet christian academy but also tracy where can people find you if they want to work work with you one on one about, about this stuff?
1: Yeah, I'll, um, TriShabanrd.com. But really, the teaching, teach. I do a blog recap every week, so please subscribe to that so you just get it.
2: Mm-hmm. If you are not
1: like, I don't love social media. I want na- no part of it. Great because I do a little summary of the teachings I do every week. Mm. Um, and some of it's food related, some of it's body image related, some of it's this nervous system stuff. Mm-hmm. But I try to cover all the places where the enemy has. A grip on it, mm-hmm. because you might actually have really good, safe people in your life and you'd really just need mind renewal. That's there. Body image stuff. It could be like, oh, I've never had a body that was like valued. Got you covered there. But I do talk a lot about these topics, but in like many little bits. Mm-hmm. So if you like YouTube, I'm over there on YouTube or on Facebook. All oh, is Tracy Brand RD, and you know, those can be caught live too. And ask questions, whatever you want. So,
0: Amazing. You know, well, yeah. thank you so much for. Um, allowing yourself to be a resource here today as well. Um, thank you. I have one quick bonus question for you. (laughs) How are you experiencing joyful health in your life right now?
1: Joyful health. That's a good question. Um, I think I'm still on that journey of, um, I, you know, the food recovery. I'm just trying to give you the context. this the food recovery has always been wasn't the hardest part, but it was taking in the good.
2: Mm, to mm-hmm. me that
1: that's been the best improvement of my overall health. Is like when things are good, really, really let it to let it land.
2: Yeah.
1: Because that's my trauma history of like, well, when good happens, it the shoe gets dropped or the rug gets pulled out from beneath you.
2: Yeah.
1: And I've had to learn, like, this is happening right now. And doesn't I'm not even concerned about what's happening two hours from now. That's not my business.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to be able to, so whether it's like a good meal, a nice walk, a cup of tea that I took a minute, I took two minutes to be late for this to be, to have my tea so I could enjoy that versus like I could gut it through. You know, who cares if my throat hurts? I used to do that. Yeah. Whatever. I could override it. But I don't do that anymore. And I know that's improved my health.
0: Yeah, I'm to that taking in the good, letting it be. Let it be. Let's <laughs> let, enjoy gift. what Yeah, this is God's gift.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're in these trauma responses, you don't know how to do that. Mm. It's about survival, not about thriving, not about his best use of you in this life. This is what recovery is about. It's not simply like, oh, I like my body and my cholesterol's better and I'm more mobile. That's great. We want that. Let's live the best we can. With the bodies we have we don't want the oppression of these faulty beliefs about how we are in charge we're not
0: yeah yes okay on that note oh. can you pray for us yes thank you
1: oh heavenly father i'm always so grateful when you la- allow the technology to just flow we don't get interrupted thank you so much for that it's a you know, the, these, these spaces have allowed so much more growth and earning a connection to happen with your people and people who are even curious about you, Lord, or want to come back to you. So we're so grateful where I thank you for Casey and the platform that she offers to allow all of us who are, you who are using to be a bigger service. And, and what I thank you, I pray that you bless Casey and all involved in creating this podcast that, um, they are blessed for the effort and the, the time and, the, and, and the, it's so much to create these podcasts. And I don't know, I'm not, everybody knows that. And so I, I just pray that you take good care of them mm. and Lord, I just, I thank you for this, this time. And there's so much more I wanted to say. And I pray Lord that what I said, um, be blessed and whatever, you know, is it of you, you know, make it just fall off, fall off people's auditory systems. But, Lord, whatever was of you, Lord, we ask that you open everyone who's listening, their spiritual eyes, their spiritual ears, to get past the lies and get past the fears. And have it land in the places in their soul that needed, needed to be heard with these words. We thank you for all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Okay, friends, until next time, may you rest in his grace. And follow the joy. Hey, so it's February, and if you are done with the diet plan that you started in January, or maybe you are at increased risk for disease and want some individualized support with intuitive eating because you may be tired of the guesswork or Google, we have a real life expert waiting for you. So imagine not having to get your body. Beach ready for spring break again, or imagine walking into that family reunion or next event full of confidence in the Lord and at peace with the food on the table. These are not just, these are not just fantasies. These can be reality. Um, And at the Joyful Health Collective, we have coached so many women to these very places and we can coach you too. I want to introduce you to our brand new non-diet Christian dietitian at the Joyful Health Collective. Her name is Krista Smith. So a little bit more about her. She is a registered dietitian based just outside of Oklahoma City, but we do virtual appointments so you can meet with her through Zoom. (laughs) She has primarily specialized in sports and human performance and gut health, Working with a variety of clients and subspecialties, including disordered eating and impaired food and movement relationships. And what you'll get when you sign up, we have a one-on-one monthly membership and it includes our group coaching as well. So you get the group coaching, you get the workshops, but you also get to meet with her. Um, The first month is an intensive and then The next few months are you can meet with her twice in the month and then you get accountability outside of those times. You get regular touch points with her so you're not just left on your own. Um, She's also a certified health coach, so you could be eligible for HSA or FSA reimbursement. Um, Just check with your employer and with your insurance to see if you qualify for that. We want to make this available and accessible to you. So if you are interested in this, if you think that this could be something that could be really helpful for you and you don't want to wait any longer um, to have a healthier relationship with food and with your body and the Lord, then I encourage you to book a call with her. You can do that. Go to joyfulhealth.co slash about, and then you can find Chris's picture there and click on the discovery call option. So I hope that this provides a way for you to to fulfill the mission here at Joyful Health, which is to um, release shame around your body, rest in God's grace for your health, restore the joy of food, and exercise all to reflect the kingdom of eternal life in Christ. So um, I hope that this is going to be helpful for you and that this episode will be too. So I hope you enjoy. Hey, congrats. If you're hearing this, that means you've made it to the finish line. Give yourself a high five for me. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope and pray this episode has blessed you so that you can more fully enjoy God, glorifying him and blessing others. If you want to talk about this episode with more Joyful Health friends, join our free Facebook community. Head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast and get connected with us there. Before you move on with your day, would you consider taking a moment with the Lord in prayer to process what you have heard in the podcast? Ask God what He is revealing to you about Himself and what you can do in response. And for all my regular listeners, thank you in advance for writing a review and sharing this podcast with someone else who is tired of the wellness rules and is ready to rest in God's grace and the Holy Spirit's power for their health. A big giant thank you to all our podcast guests and to my husband, Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. It takes a village and we are glad that you are a part of ours.